Mike's. It's Monday, July 31st, 2023. Coming up on the program today, I'm testing piss and spitting out tooth bits. How was your weekend? Plus, when has defending Hitler ever worked out well for someone's career? The manatees that just had violent butt sex and twerk out that trauma, honey. All coming up today. And now, an important message from Senator and former U.S. presidential candidate Mitt Romney. Well, as you all know, hot dog is my favorite meat. I love hot dogs. Uh, I love them in buns. I love them outside of buns. I love them with baked beans. I just like hot dogs. It's the best, you know, best meat there is, without question. May there be many, many more hot dogs served in our wonderful land. Hot dog is my favorite meat. Hot dog is my favorite meat. Hot dog. Hot dog is my favorite meat. Hot dog, hot dog. All the honeys love the hot dog I have crammed in my pants. Hoes be slurping on my foot long. It's an all-beef Mormon wiener playa. Much love to DV. You freaks are the real ones. Start the show, Timmy Boo. Romney out. The Distorted View Show with Tim Henson. Don't get AIDS. Small animals such as rabbits and gerbils. That's what we call the watermelon hole. Fill them pipes, bitches. Are you on the internet? Isn't that for techno geeks with spreadsheets? I'm a sucker for other people's pain. Yes, Tim Henson, back here with you to kick off a new week of programs. Uh, Have a great one for you today. I actually missed the Friday episode of DV. I was most definitely planning on recording a new episode. I even mentioned that when we uh, started the the best of program. I, I got to be honest with you. I wasn't sick or anything, but I was a defeated man this weekend. I was just not in a very distorted view place mentally. First, uh, you know, we we have three dogs and one of them is knock, knock, knocking on heaven's door, but she just won't die. And that just means that uh, we're keeping her alive with... Uh, Doctor's appointments, medicine, more medicine, just a great quantity of pills, mostly for her heart. You know, uh, she's having heart issues and I can't very well just be like, uh, you know, let's just have her die. Let's stop paying the hundreds of dollars a month in medication, because then I look at myself, someone who also has heart issues. And I wouldn't want you know someone to do that to me. So we're keeping this fucking Skeletor looking dog alive. Did you ever see those pictures online of a dog's name, the ugliest dog in the world? And they all have like jacked up teeth and their uh, tongues won't stay in their head. <laughs> Losing patches of fur and stuff. That's what we're dealing with. She's completely skin and bones, even though she eats a great quantity. She shits so much. It's honestly impressive. Anyway, uh, she got a urinary tract infection that the doctor spotted at her last doctor's appointment. So uh, she was on antibiotics, which didn't work. She was on it for like a week or two, and then she still has the urinary tract infection. So we had to take her back to the doctor, and now they want to get a urine culture done, and it's all just more money. So we were dealing with that. And then on the way home, Lord Douche was like, oh, look at that Mexican store we were uh, passing by. It was all, you know, in fun, vibrant colors. And he was like, oh, we should go check that out. Lord Douche, distracted by shiny things. Uh, so we stopped there, and it wasn't a grocery store. It was like uh, an ice cream shop. 
and they had some other treats. And uh, one thing that we saw was those, uh, you know, corn on the cob on a stick and they slather it with all sorts of stuff. I don't know what it's called, but we got two of those, which was a bad idea. Does anyone really enjoy eating corn on the cob? I don't know if it's just me and I have jacked up teeth or something, but I always get corn on the cob stuck in my teeth and the rest of the day I'm like trying to pick it out and it's super fucking annoying because I can never get it. So when I got home, I uh, I grabbed some of these like plastic little toothpick things that we have and I started jamming it, jamming them in between my teeth trying to get this piece of corn out. And they're like, I can feel it in the bottom, like it's in the bottom part of my lower teeth. Right in the front, you know? So I'm uh, sticking these things, and I'm getting more and more aggressive because I'm getting angry because it's not coming out. I'm trying to, like, figure out where it's at, and I can never judge exactly where these rogue pieces are, where they're lodged and wedged in there. I just know it's in my, you know, lower teeth, near the bottom, so I'm, like, jamming at my gums. I'm, like, starting to bleed all over the place. But now, you know, I'm in it to win it. I am not going to stop until I get this thing out. And now I'm like digging, like I'm, I'm. This is such a bad idea, right? I, like I'm taking this hard, and it's not like a, a very flexible piece of plant. Like it's hard, right? So I'm, I'm wedging it in the bottom of my gums, hitting the my tooth, and then trying to like scoop it out. And I, I don't care how much damage I'm causing. I smile, and my teeth are all covered in blood. And I'm just thinking, this is not worth it. Corn on the cob isn't worth this every fucking time. So I'm picking, and I'm scooping, and I'm jamming, and I'm thinking about how much I hate corn on the cob now. Corn on the cob is ruining my life. Oh, and by the way, I'm sitting on the toilet now while I'm doing this, so I'm also shitting. So I'm straining, trying to pinch one off, and I'm picking, you know, multitasking. And I don't know what I did. I jammed too hard in a spot that I shouldn't, and something came out, and it was not a piece of corn. No, no. This was a bit harder than corn. Uh, It appears it's a piece of my tooth. Yeah, a real tiny little piece of tooth. One of my front bottom teeth. But the piece is near my gum, like where, where the bottom part of your tooth meets your gums, I guess. You can't tell, you know, if I just open my mouth and smile, you're not going to see anything. But I can feel something with my tongue. On one hand, I'm like, oh, well, at least... I'm not completely toothless. That's probably coming. I mean, the the bottom part of your tooth where it meets the gum, that's kind of important, right? That's what keeps your tooth in your head. I'm guessing that's in a weakened state at this point. So obviously I'm going to have to go to the dentist and uh, I don't know what they could do. Build me a bionic tooth or something. But now I'm like, I'm worried because I'm like, if I could uh, chip off a piece of my tooth, if it like crumbled, from a toothpick? This is going to be like a house of cards situation. They're all going to come tumbling out. You know, I'm going to have fucking meth mouth. I didn't even have the enjoyment of doing the meth. Meth mouth without the fun. Just my luck, right? Anyway, that's my weekend. It sucked. Glad to be back doing a show, though. You know, when I'm sitting here in front of the microphone, not chewing, not dealing with dogs, nothing can, nothing bad can happen to me. I'm probably not going to lose a tooth, and I'm not handing my credit card over to anyone. I'm never leaving the security of this room, my studio. All right, listen, I do have a great show for you today. It's another week, another artificial intelligence tool that has come to my attention, thanks to One-Eyed Squirrel. 
Now, I was specifically looking for something just like this uh, a while ago. So thank you so much, One-Eyed Squirrel. I told you guys it was only a matter of time before uh, there was going to be something where you can just type some text and then AI would just turn it into a complete song with lyrics and music. This, the thing that One-Eyed Squirrel sent me goes beyond what I, even what I wanted, right? In this system, you can either provide your own lyrics or just prompt it to make its own lyrics up about whatever subject you want. To test this out, naturally, I went with the monkey future. Again, in this instance, I did not bother to come up with my own lyrics. This is all computer generated and it's a banger. In the monkey world, the man of rule, they swing from trees, never go into school. They wear tiny suits, looking oh so suave, a feature for all mischief you just can't solve. That's the monkey future, baby! In the monkey world, bananas rule, naturally, they wear little monkey suits. That was a vivid picture, all painted through music. I love messing around with these things. One of my ideas was like, well... What if we took some lyrics to a real song and see how AI would compose it? Naturally, I had to go with... Sweet dreams you can't resist. So this is my pitch to Nestle. Bring back Alpine White and release it with a new song, a remix of this classic ditty. Sung by AI, and that version sounds like Sweet Dreams. Apparently, Good Charlotte is recording this version of Sweet Dreams You Can't Resist. You know, the candy market is in, is in the shitter. Everyone wants to eat healthy, so Nestle can't afford to get Taylor Swift or Doja Cat. To do a cover of Sweet Dreams You Can't Resist. We're going to have to settle for fucking Simple Plan. Or Lifehouse or something. Sweet dreams. You can't resist. back i don't like this idea at all you can't fuck with the original speaking of original the last example i will give you of this amazing technology is of a an original song that i wrote now as always the problem with these services lie in the terms of conditions i'm always breaking those they say the dirtiest you can be is pg rated which is a real problem for me. It's not going to be able to generate the type of songs that I want to generate for DV. So I had to be a little creative. Still, the name of my original composition here is The Climax of Love. I'm going to sing along with it because, uh, you know, sometimes it doesn't really enunciate the words. And you really have to get all of them to understand the song. Between your knees, the intensity grows, and on your face it shows, building up my fire, flying higher and higher. Tonight it's you and me, feeling carefree. You give me that deep gaze, I give him my mayonnaise, and burgers with the one I love, but smile to include the lyrics you give me that deep gaze and i give you my mayonnaise 
I thought that might be a little too dirty, and I was already pushing it with the first line. Between your knees, the intensity grows. So that's why I added the thing about eating burgers. That's why I gave you the mayonnaise, because you like mayonnaise on your on your burger. Anyway, that is uh, a new AI songwriting uh, service or something called Chirp. I will provide a link on the, sh- the show notes today if you want to mess around with it. I did have one more idea real quick. Uh, this just came to me, so please uh, indulge me here. Um, you know, Mead's got that song he loves so much, his signature tune. He plays it uh, in, in all of his live streams. He's very proud of Sweet Tea. The stars are out in Richmond tonight, and the field is feeling... It kind of sounds like it was generated by AI, <laughs> doesn't it? I do to this song to jazz it up, make it a little more contemporary. Here's what it came up with. Stars are out of Richmond tonight. And At first, I wasn't a I wasn't a huge fan, but as the song goes on and it picks up steam, I like at the end. That's good. I need a glass of refresh. Shivering fantasy. I want some sweet tea down in Union Pacific. Slow in the world these days. So so. Like I want to hear more of it. Unfortunately, it'll only generate like thirty seconds worth of audio, and that's where it ends. Just as it was getting good. Later on in the podcast, during the news segment, I'm going to take each of our news stories after we read them, put them into my AI system, have it generate lyrics to a song based on the information in the news stories, and then put it into this songwriting program. And we're going to get songs based on all of the news items I read on uh, today's podcast. So that should be a lot of fun or incredibly stupid. Probably both. Uh, Let's move on now. Speaking of amazing music, YouTuber Pearl Davis is in some hot water. I mean, she kind of always is. She courts controversy. Many people have referred to her as the female counterpart to Andrew Tate, and she's quite happy to be known as an anti-feminist. The real reason why she's in trouble this week is she uh, she wrote a song. Maybe it was AI generated. I don't know. It's kind of in support of Nick Fuentes. And, you know, if you're on Nick Fuentes side, you're probably just a shit human being. So, you know, in case anyone was on the fence about Pearl Davis. All right. It's OK. She's not a feminist. It's OK that she's a Republican. There's nothing wrong with it. It goes beyond that. She's a fucking freak, man. She wrote a song called uh, Why Can't We Talk About the Jews? Again, in support of Nick Fuentes, who talks about Jews and Hitler a lot on his podcast. And just to refresh your memory, he's a fan of Hitler. Me and Hitler would team up and fuck that guy up. We would kill that guy. Hitler would hold him down and I would beat him to death. And we'd high five at the end. It's a bit problematic that he's so pro-Hitler, but you know what? He's also pro-teamwork, which is what we need a little more of, I think. We have featured so many clips of Nick Fuentes over the years. He's just, you know, he's not a fan of the Jews. You want to talk to Jewy Jewstein who says, I like the free market. I like capitalism. Well, Jewy Jewstein does kind of sound like a bore there. Nerd. 
But that's why I wouldn't want to talk to Jewy Juicy. Not because he's a Jew, but, you know, I'm not interested in the free market. If he was like, let's talk granny porn and cum farts queefing out of your dickhole after smoking meth from your urethra. I'd be like, yes, Jewy Jewstein, come on the program. Now I'm interested. I didn't know that Nick Fuentes was really a Nazi lover. Okay, Alex Jones, calm down. I have a hard time believing that simply because you seem to know everything. You've got the papers on all sorts of secret stuff. The government is turning the freaking frogs gay. I got the papers right here. The CIA. You have that intel, but you, you don't know that Nick Fuentes is anti-Jew. He only talks about it on every fucking episode of his stupid show. All right, let's get back to this uh, female Andrew Tate character who wrote a song in defense of Nick Fuentes. Why can't we talk about the Jewy Jewstein without getting kicked off of YouTube? Now, I'm not saying Hitler was a good guy. But I kind of want to know why. Now, there's all these conspiracy theories. And the more they talk, I think maybe they're right. All right, uh, let's start with the positive. She wasn't playing a ukulele. I appreciate that. And, uh... Well, there you go. That's the positive. She appeared on uh, Piers Morgan's show. I still don't know where the hell his show airs. I see clips of it on YouTube all the time because Piers is saying something stupid. And then, you know, people make fun of him or something. Uh, But I don't know where it airs. It must not be here in the United States. But anyway, he had uh, this chick on Pearl. And you never know where Piers is going to land on the debate here. You know, he's kind of a wild card. He really wanted to know from Pearl, what conspiracy theories about Hitler are you starting to believe? Because that's, you know, that was part of her song. She will not answer that. She just kind of goes around and around in a circle saying, you know, it's cancel culture, the left and the right. I said, but we can't even have the conversation. What is the conversation without, you want to have? Without being canceled well, by the, the left and the right. But what the is point it, is any Pearl. speech. No, no, I Pearl. think it's not any, any speech. speech. It's not any speech. What is the conversation about Hitler and conspiracy theories and the Holocaust that you want to have? I don't want to have any conversation. My lane is feminism. That's what well, you're I'm singing about, about Adolf Hitler. Can I? Can I? Can I finish? Yeah, but you are singing about okay, Hitler. Okay. Okay. So you do want to have that conversation. I want anybody that wants to speak on social media to be able to speak about what they want to talk Including about, Holocaust without denial. getting banned. Whatever they want to talk about. Including Holocaust denial. If they want to talk about that, as long as they're not inciting violence, I think people. Of course, they're inciting I mean, violence. They're inciting look a look hatred. Look I think that Jewish people. Social- you know, as much as I hate being censored on YouTube and having my videos pulled down and I consider a lot of it bullshit. Like I get why YouTube does it because it's a fucking business and they can set whatever goddamn rules they want and they've got advertisers and yada yada yada. Obviously they don't want to be associated and they don't want to deal with the risk of people inciting violence and uh, peddling these conspiracy theories. I, I, I get it. Plus, you know, there are other services to, you can go to and share all of this nuttiness. There's plenty of that's the great thing about the internet, right? Some of these people are complaining because the largest services like YouTube won't allow them. Well, go on fucking BitChute or wherever Nick Fuentes broadcasts from Cozy.tv or whatever. You're not going to get canceled over there. What you're really pissed off about ultimately is uh, not having the reach you would have if you posted your videos on YouTube. 
you know, because everyone uses YouTube, recommendation and algorithm and all that shit will throw that video in your face. But that that's a you problem. That's not YouTube's problem. They, they can run their business however they want. I always thought, you know, there should be one service out there, one website or app or whatever that is like the public square, as Elon Musk says. I thought that's what Twitter was g- going to end up being. Kind of like anything goes as long as what you're saying doesn't break the law. But Elon is just it's fucking Twitter up. So it's not even called Twitter anymore. All of his business decisions are just wrecking the place. Like everything costs eight dollars now. He really wants you to uh, subscribe and pay for that Twitter blue or X blue or whatever the hell it's called now. The issue with that is it's creating uh, separate classes of citizens on Twitter, right? If you pay $8 a month, more people will see your stuff and you'll get to write longer tweets and uh, produce longer videos. You'll have more influence. You'll make money. It kind of goes against this idea that everyone is is created equal and has the same voice, you know, same reach. There's just there's no good social media sites out there. Social media is the new town square. Right. You used to be able to go and say your opinions in the town square. It's not a town square if it's owned by a company. Now we have corporations censoring what can and cannot be said. I'm not going to bore you with the whole interview here. It's 14 minutes long and Piers just keeps going back to that initial question about Hitler. Okay. The conversation about whether Hitler was a good guy. You want to have that conversation. This is the end of the interview, by the way, at the 13 minute mark. I think that he murdered 12 million people, including 6 million Jewish people in the Holocaust. Right. But aside from that, was he a good guy? That's the question. My my whole point is we should be able to have that conversation. But whether he's a good guy. Yes, because it it causes more commotion when you're starting to censor people. I don't agree. I think that's wrong. I I think it's wrong to censor anybody. Well, you know what? You can have that conversation. You had that conversation. You posted it. You haven't been canceled. I've had you on the show because I thought you might with time that's true she hasn't been canceled she was actually invited on various talk shows to to uh, talk about her stance and she she deleted the song herself off of youtube think about because she didn't like the heat regret what you did because you can clearly it got too hot in the kitchen which by the way she advocates she should be in at this point she should not be on television talking about politics and cancel culture She's a woman, and a woman belongs in the house. Mm-hmm. Why would you want to remove, just from yourself, the right to vote? I found out that only 5% of women wanted the right to vote. And I couldn't figure out, like, why would women not? Oh, it's true. It's true. Well, you look t- it up. At the time. At the time. Because they've been conditioned by men to think that they shouldn't have a vote. I, I absolutely love that there are women today who believe this. Yeah, I hate the fact I have so many rights. Such a burden. It was easier when I didn't have to think for myself. Honestly, they kind of have a point. I kind of want to be a woman from the 1920s or something, you know? Oh, just, you know, let my man work. I just have to worry about keeping the house clean and cooking. The reason a lot of women advocated for it was because they believed it was the beginning of the breakdown of the family. You know, before you became one in marriage, 85% of people were married. All of our modern woes lead back to the fact that women were given the right to vote. That's what started this downward trajectory. Yet this broad has no problem spouting her opinions. Lead by example, honey. Pipe the fuck down. Actually, uh, Pearl here may have a point. As much as I hate to say it, ladies, you dumb. Don't believe me? Here's a female who's advocating for twerking. She thinks this is a spiritual practice. Shaking that big fat ass of yours is going to get you closer to God. Shaking. 
is such a primal practice of releasing trauma and somatic blockages and emotions through our body, especially our hips. Mm-hmm. Our hips now we know is where we store emotions. Yep. There's so much trauma in my ass. Ah, there it goes. I'm releasing some of it right now. I like to call this spiritual skid marking. I mean, you can just make any bullshit up and people online will eat it with a spoon, a big shit spoon. Hold on. I want you to listen to this one part over again. Our hips now we know is where we store emotions. Duh. Yeah, we all know that. Emotions are stored in our hips. Knowledge is stored in that uh, fat between our tits and our armpit. You know that weird area? Common sense is stored in our lower glabella. And we keep our social security number and childhood home address locked away in that weird bony area in the middle of our chest called the xiphoid process. If you're ever locked out of your bank account and you can't remember the last four of your social, just hit yourself real hard in that bony spot. You really got to knock the wind out of yourself. That number will come back to you. All right. I'm sorry. This is just so dumb. Emotions are stored in our hips as if our hips don't lie. Contrary to what Shakira would have us believe. Thank you. She's another one. Don't get me started on her. So when you are twerking, when you're shimmying, you are literally releasing trauma, releasing releasing stored emotions from your hips. When you're bending your knees, you're crouching on the floor, you're connecting to earth, you're connecting to the womb, you're restoring your energy. Yeah, just like a slight vocal fry situation there, you know, because she's smart and has to prove it. Look, I don't know about all this twerking, reconnecting with the womb and Mother Earth and Yahweh and all that bullshit. I do know one thing. Uh, We've got too many podcasts now. There's too many people saying too many dumb things. Honestly, you're stepping on my toes at this point. We got to we got to cut some of these podcasts out. No one subscribe to any more podcasts. We need to send a strong message. And I know, you know, these are my people. This is my crew. But enough is enough. And that's why it's not even just an African dance, but in Middle Eastern dance, in Latin American dance, salsa mm-hmm. dance, bachata. Every single dance form mm. has some form. Of- I love bachata. Had some of that with my Mexican corn yesterday. It's that uh, rice drink with cinnamon, sugar, and vanilla. Mwah. Muy delicioso. Two more short, very short clips, and then we will get into the news, I promise. First up, we got a couple guys in a car here. A cop has kindly requested that they pull over. They decide to not take him up on that offer and instead speed away. We pick up with the chase ensuing. Now, now. Fucking getting chased by the fucking cops, yo. What the fuck? Now, the guy who is uh, filming and talking, he's the passenger. And I can't quite figure out if he's mad at the driver for speeding away or if he's pissed at the cops when he's like, what the fuck, man? What the fuck? Yeah, he says that a few times. What the fuck, Damn, If I were in his position, I'd be saying that, too. In a second, though, the driver says something that's a bit perplexing. Damn, yo. Yeah, it's right there where the driver says they're not letting up, man. Yeah, this has turned into a high-speed chase. This isn't fucking Grand Theft Auto. We just got to run out the clock, man. I mean, the helicopters aren't on the scene, so I don't think they're at a uh, three-star or four-star level yet. But still, the cops aren't going to go away here. Stupid bitch. Stupid bitch. At that point, they crash. You can hear the sirens getting very close. 
I think the cops won this one. I wanted to find some details like where this took place, why they were running from the cops, the circumstances surrounding this, but uh, no, no details have emerged yet. I do have uh, one more short clip for you. This one involves a delivery driver. I think he uh, drives one of those Amazon vans, and a woman is very upset because the van is pulling into her private driveway, I guess. I mean, like, you just need to not order from Amazon then, lady, if, if you don't want deliveries. Look at this lady over here recording me and shit. Yeah, she's getting... I'm fun. driving. I'm driving. Look at this. This is crazy. I've met my first, I met my first Karen. She's screaming. You can't really hear her too well here. Eventually you'll, you'll hear her screaming, but she's saying, you're on my driveway. My first Karen. I met my first Karen. I'm thinking if I should run her over, bro. Yes, do it. Yo, lady, listen, listen. I'm trying to tell you something. I put a package there. I couldn't reverse. I, I didn't know. I didn't know that. Put a sign right there that says, "Yo." Yeah, there's like a long driveway, long winding driveway, and that's you know at some point he's got to got to turn around, right? It's it's very narrow though, so he drove all the way up to to where the uh, the driveway kind of widens, so he could turn his van around, and that's apparently what this woman does not want. No one should come into here, but I didn't know. Yeah, there's no okay. There's no notices or, or signs anywhere that I can see. Reverse. I, I didn't know. I didn't know that. I understand that big, heavy trucks can harm driveways. I guess that's the reason why people don't want them driving on on their property. But you are the one that's ordering a bunch of shit from Amazon. In some way, it's got to get to your house. We haven't perfected hot air balloon deliveries yet. I know the drone thing is coming, but until then, you, you know, you just got to fucking chill out. If you want the convenience of ordering stuff, you know, from Amazon, then just deal with it. Or otherwise, go to fucking Walmart to buy all your crap. Okay. So she keeps telling him to turn around. She, she wants him to leave, but she's standing in front of his car. And so he slowly starts to move forward as, as she okay. beats the hood. I'm driving. I'm driving. She she's saying get out as she's like ripping off his windshield wipers. I'm driving. I'm driving, lady. I'm driving. He's inching, right? And she just keeps screaming. She won't get out of the way. I mean, she's not being run over. <laughs> I'm driving. I'm driving. She's acting like she's being murdered here. I'm driving. I'm driving. I'm driving, lady. Oh, she opens the door and I guess just starts beating him. <laughs> what the fuck? Again, I'm always thinking about what I could do for short-term cat. Like if this show goes tits up, how would I make money? And I always think, oh, well, I would I would not want to be an Uber driver or Lyft. Now I'm hearing horror stories about like DoorDash, you know, people fucking you out of tips and stuff. So like the la my last resort would be an Amazon driver. But now that that even sounds like a nightmare. People are I can't imagine being mad that you're getting a package from Amazon. Your goodies have arrived. Everyone just needs to calm down. Take it down a few notches. All right. Uh, and with that, let's get into the crazy, bizarre twist. And I'm fucked up news right now. <laughs> If you 
enjoy Distorted View Daily, please consider signing up for the side show. That's DV's member site where every week I do brand new exclusive shows just for paying freaks. Tomorrow's episode is going to be Sideshow exclusive, and we'll do another one on Thursday. Yeah, typically two times a week we do these things. Go to superfreaksideshow.com right now. Membership's very inexpensive, only $6.99 a month, even less when you opt for a quarterly, semi-annual, yearly, or lifetime membership. Uh, also, if you uh, happen to use Apple Podcasts or Spotify, you can now sign up right in those apps. Don't have to go through a website or anything. It's very simple. For more information, check out distortedview.com and superfreaksideshow.com. Two more ways to help support the show. We've got a Patreon account, patreon.com slash distortedview. You can pledge as little as a dollar over there. Every little bit helps. If you pledge at least five, you get access to a special voicemail line where I will play your calls first. And finally, I've got the best little gift here for freaks, uh, including yourself or someone you know. How about a uh, personalized mini show? An episode of DV hosted by yours truly, clocking in at around five minutes, although I've been having trouble keeping it that short because I just can't shut the fuck up. It's like a cameo on steroids. Get your own episode of DV. Just go to distortedview.com and click on the link over there on the main uh, main navigation bar that is labeled get your own episode of DV. You'll figure it out. I've done a few of these things so far. It's been very fun for me. Turnaround times are great. Uh, less than 24 hours, typically, at least right now. I say 24 to 48 hours. But uh, I've been pretty good about recording these things. So if you're interested, again, go to distortedview.com. All right. Three very quick stories now. First up. Well, we got one here from our most fucked up state. Say it with me. Florida. Our most fucked up state. We normally read about the antics of Florida man. Sometimes Florida woman. This is the first time I think we've ever read a story about Florida manatee. Yes, a manatee who died in a Florida aquarium this year sustained fatal injuries caused by sex. Oh, did the manatee do that that thing? You know, the thing that we read about occasionally on the show where, you know, you aim your dick at, at the hole, but it misses and, it, you know, and, and, and then it crashes and, it, and, the, and the dick bends and breaks and turns all purple and stuff. Is that what happened to the manatee? No. The manatee had violent homosexual sex with his brother, and his brother literally ripped him a new one. This is hot. I should have saved this for tomorrow. You know, Sextastic Tuesday. Manatee erotica. Nice. Hugh, 38. Hugh was the name of the manatee. Hugh the Manatee, 38, died unexpectedly on April 29th at the Moat Marine Laboratory and Aquarium in Sarasota, which this week shed more light on the animal's passing, saying the injury was most likely the result of sex with his brother, his brother named Buffett. Well, that sounds like a strong name for a top, right? Uh, Moat insisted that Hugh's handlers never believed that he was in any danger. Quote, on the day of Hugh's passing, Hugh and Buffett engaged in natural yet increased mating behavior observed and documented in manatees, both in managed care in the world. Like, they're just trying to save their ass here. We did nothing wrong. It's perfectly natural for manatees to have sex with their siblings. We didn't encourage it, but we're not going to stop it. I mean, how would you even stop two manatees from having sex? Those creatures are huge, you know, when their mind is set on something, they're gonna fuck it. All right, uh, this was the first time such heightened mating behavior was witnessed between the two manatees. I mean, couldn't you provide a, some sort of, like, manatee sex blow-up doll or something? You know, so they're not fucking each other? A floaty, if you will? A necropsy performed by the Florida Fish and Wildlife Conservation Commission uh, found the fatal wound was 
a 14.5 centimeter long tear in the ventral wall of his colon. Nice job, Buffet. That's what we call a power top. You fucked his guts out, man. I mean, he's probably feeling awful right now that he killed his brother, but after the guilt and after he's had time to mourn, I think he should really consider a career in manatee porn. He's got the goods. Hugh and Buffett were both observed initiating and mutually seeking interactions from each other throughout the day, and there were no uh, obvious signs of discomfort or distress, such as listing, crunching, or active avoidance that would have triggered a need for intervention. At least that's according to the aquarium. Uh, Keepers didn't try to physically separate the manatees during sex, fearing that that would do more harm. Following the direction of the vet's distraction rather than physical separation was chosen because separation has previously caused undue anxiety and negative effects in both manatees. You can't just jerk them off. In an effort to redirect the manatee's attention and decrease undesirable behaviors, animal care staff use positive reinforcement tools, such as high-value rewards, pocket pussies, I hope one of those rewards was a pocket pussy, uh, and enrichment that had previously been successful. This time, though, not so much. You was a manatee. In an aquarium, he did reside. He had a brother named Buffett who loved to play high. But one day their love got wild, they started to collide, and Hugh's insides were left exposed inside his tummy side. The vets performed an autopsy and found a tear in the seam of Hugh's intestines that fateful day when he played with his bro. So now you know, don't play too rough, or your insides might come loose, and all because of love, it was tragic news for poor Hugh and Buffett. Okay, well, that, that wasn't a great song. I put that, that one right up there along with those uh, song poems of the 1970s and 80s. Low effort, right? Come on, AI, do better. Uh, we, You know, it's okay. We've got two more news stories here. You, you got a chance to redeem yourself. Second story we have for you today. Oh, we've talked about this guy before. You know that uh, dude who has gotten so much plastic surgery, uh, he doesn't even look human at this point. He's trying to uh, resemble more of a like a reptilian alien creature. And I think the last time we read a story about him, he pops up every year or so. He was trying to figure out what to do next because he was pretty much entirely tattooed and pierced and stretched and uh, changed physically. He was like, I don't know. I'm stuck now. I can't figure it out. What should I, I, you know, I need more plastic surgery because that's who I am. I don't know where to go from here. Well, he's finally figured it out. Fanged metal teeth, ting, skin implants, ting, ting, a split tongue, and eccentric tattoos are just some of the unique changes Marcello B-Boy de Souza Ribeiro has made to his body over the years. As such, he's been dubbed the most modified man in the world, and he spent an estimated $37,000 on his quest to look like an alien devil. But he's not finished yet. I mean, $37,000 is a lot of money, don't get me wrong. But he has had a lot of work done. A lot. I mean, he looks, I mean, it's not just plastic surgery. He, he looks like an entirely new species here. And it costs less than a, a new SUV? Pretty good. He's getting some bargain basement uh, work done here. That's dangerous. The 40-year-old dad, who believes 98% of his body has been altered, has recently had his hands tweaked removing his index finger and splitting his hand in half. I'm sure the doctor at first was like, I don't even know what to bill for that. How much do I charge for a hand splitting and finger removal? Well, now in a world's first modification, he plans to remove excess muscle and skin. He's going to have his skin ripped off to define his appearance. Okay. You pondered for six months and this is what you came up with. 
You had your whole fucking body tattooed, and now you're going to remove some of it? I don't know, man. Can't you get, like, uh, like antennas sticking out of your head? Like, what about those implants? That'd be kind of cool. Anyway, this guy is a tattoo artist from Brazil, and he said, uh, I've made a new modification that doesn't exist in the world yet. Ooh, a real pioneer. I had researched body modification in the world, and from what I saw, no one has yet made a similar one. He said, I drew inspiration from movies and documentaries I watched about UFOs. The appearance I was looking for in my hands was that of an extraterrestrial. As well as all of his modifications, the parent has 1,500 tattoos, and his latest changes have taken four months to complete, and they've cost about $1,000. Again, not too bad. He started in February when he had excess oil and fat removed from the sides of his left hand in a bid to make it slimmer. Explaining the process, he said, I began to see the possibility of making an opening in it through the middle where you can have a permanent split. After uh, how I made this hand, I found it interesting to do the other one in a different format. Okay, well, that's the hand thing. Oh, now he says, now I've had muscle and skin removed with a surgical scalpel to make the hands as normal as possible to look the way I intended to have it. Oh, okay, so he's removing hand skin. Take a look at the uh, chapter artwork and you can see what he's done to his hand here. It looks like he's only removed one finger on one of his hands, right? And then on the other hand, he, uh, you know, he has it split. So he's kept all the fingers but the fingers are split right down the middle. So two of the fingers are like way on the other side, way, way far away from his other fingers, if that makes sense. See, I thought when I read the headline about removing skin, I <laughs> I thought he was literally going to like rip all the skin off of his body. And, you know, look like a burn victim or something. That would be cool. This isn't nearly as extreme <laughs> as I thought. He says, amazingly, I don't have any difficulties with handling any activity I do with my hands. I get it. Uh, I can type, pick up, and play musical instruments. It's all normal. I have no regrets about the procedures. I am happy and satisfied. He was just a man on a million planes. But fate took a turn down the end of the lane. Stand off, and now the body. Okay, it's getting a little bit better, although I didn't understand the last few lines. I had to go back and read it. Uh, Skin gone, finger missed, his hand now divided, a human turned extraterrestrial. That's a hard one to sing, right? (laughs) Get that in there. His appearance undecided. Extraterrestrial, oh, divided, undecided. Okay, that makes sense. It rhymes. I'll give that one a C minus to A. Well, C, we'll give it a C. It's a lot better than the first song. All right, final story we have for you today. Well, it happens every few months. There's that article about sex bots. Oh, God, I'm just thinking about the music that's going to be written about this. I must tread carefully here. Researchers have warned that a new breed of AI sex bots could end up blackmailing and even killing their owners. So more great news when it comes to AI. Lonely, horny fellows are investing in ever-increasingly sophisticated pleasure dolls. Like, I keep reading that, but where's the evidence? I don't see it. I don't, I, I don't ever see videos of these, like, highly advanced sex dolls. I don't know where you'd purchase these things. Like, what's their definition of a sophisticated pleasure doll? One that warms its pussy area up? 
like a car seat. I mean, you guys know how awful Alexa and Google and mostly Siri, you know how bad Siri is. The AI and voice in sex dolls aren't anywhere even as good as that. Is our stupid virtual assistants? So I, I, I'm not. I'm not worried yet. Experts say cyber crooks could hack them to extort cash. Do you think the sex dolls like keep all the data? Like this guy has come inside my virtual pussy 300 times since purchasing. He's a real sex freak. Jake Moore, global cybersecurity advisor with web security firm ESET, said at the very least they could be hacked for blackmail purposes. They probably have cameras, and that footage would be very valuable. (laughs) They probably have cameras. Do sex dolls have cameras in them? No! They're not that advanced yet, right? Why are we acting like we don't know what's uh, what's in these sex dolls? It'd be one thing if they said, look, in the future, this could be a problem. Right now, they're barely smarter than a toaster oven. You don't have anything to worry about with this current crop of sex dolls. All right, they probably have cameras, and that footage would be very valuable to cyber criminals for blackmail purposes. Researchers fear that bots could be programmed to kill. That's a huge leap there. Or even murder their owners by overexerting them during sex. I mean, I have to believe there will be some safeguards in place there. This is just fear-mongering. Dr. Nick Patterson from Deakin University in Australia warned hackers can hack into a robot or a robotic device and have full control over the connections, arms, legs, and other attached tools. First of all, these legs, these arms can't do anything. You have to pose them yourself. They're not going to strangle you. Hackers can hack into a robot. And have full control of the connections, uh, you know, their arms, legs, and other attached tools, like in some cases, knives or welding devices. First of all, like, you'd have to actually place those things in the doll's hands. And typically, saw-based power tools are not used during sex. So you're telling me that this robot sex doll is going to walk itself out to the shed and equip weaponry? Please. Again... In the future, this could be an issue. Right now, within the next next 10 years or so, I don't think so. I can't get Siri to reliably turn off my bedroom lights. And I'm serious. It's very frustrating. Once hacked, they could absolutely be used to perform physical actions for an advantageous scenario or to cause damage. The researcher, who has written a string of papers on the potentially deadly misuse of AI and smart computing, uh, computing systems if they were hacked, first issued his warning six years ago, and he's still screeching about it, back when sex bots were nowhere near as sophisticated as they are today. Again, I need to see evidence of this. The story ends uh, with this. One new brand of the ultra-pricey sex droids coming out of the U.S. and Japan feature a Scottish accent. Ooh, deadly. Chicken in my boots. One company boasts its AI sex... <laughs> what? Why do they even include that line? Okay. We're talking about robots that can be hacked and sex dolls that can pick up hammers and crack your skull open. Who cares what accent they're speaking to us in? One company boasts its AI sex doll, quote, connects to the internet and can tell jokes and stories, share the weather, and even do math. Oh, and commit large-scale genocide. There it is. At least now these worries are warranted. We've got a sex doll with the mind of Hitler. Hitler would hold them down, and I would beat him to death. And we'd high five at the end. For the record, I am firmly against AI sex bot Hitler. I don't think companies should move forward with that research.
that's not bad. She's a love doll, oh so fine, with a hack she crossed the line, programmed to attack. It's quite absurd. Love was the goal, but she's disturbed. The only thing that would make this song better was if it was like in the style of an 80s hair band, like a warrant or a motley crew. She's a love doll, oh so fine, but with a hack she crossed the line, programmed to attack is quite absurd. Love was the goal, but she's a bit disturbed. Not quite there, but getting closer. B+. plus. All right, there you go. That, my friends, is your distorted news for Monday. Let's do a couple voicemails and get the hell out of here. Love to hear from you, freaks. And there are many ways to contact the show. Show at distortedview.com. I'm all over social media at distortedview on Twitter and Instagram. Facebook.com slash distortedview show. Yada, yada, yada. All right, let's check in with uh, some patrons here. See how they're doing. Yes, call Tibby Boo. This is Point Toilet checking in. Hello, Mr. Uh, Toilet. So today's episode, which is Wednesday's episode, uh, when the, the Baywatch music started and you were talking and you are referencing Baywatch, at first I thought, oh, Tim's just going to, he's just letting it play in the background. He's showing restraint. There's no way he's going to, and then you proceeded to sing it for two minutes um, and then deviate for another three talking about Baywatch, how long the opening credits are. This is why I love DV for shit like this. <laughs> yeah, well, um, I have a lot of opinions on a lot of stupid shit. So, Will Blunderfield, I also can't get enough of him. I don't know if I if I just think he's cringe and it's hilarious because he just says the most ridiculous shit that I don't know how anyone believes it, or I'm jealous that he came up with the most brilliant way to have sex with dumb hot tray guys, I guess. Right. And then get away with it. It's and a good it, racket he's got going, right? He, oh, he's like a guru talking about mushrooms and hummus. Yeah, he's the only guy I know that's ever referred to come as hummus. Come as... If you're, if you're coming something that resembles hummus, you've got a serious problem. You need to get to the doctor if your come is gritty. Sticking stuff up your ass. Like, yeah, it's, it's really <laughs> going to guide you in life. Yeah. <laughs> He's gonna, he's gonna really take you places. I do like that Will Blunderfield, though. He's uh, he's always good for some content. Greetings, esteemed Timothy James Henson of the planet formerly known as Earth. Oh, this is James Earl Jones checking in, obviously, right? I am Malgok from Glenlock 3. I knew there were extraterrestrials. Glenlock 3. In a recent episode of your podcast, your words unlock the celestial channel of communication. Hitherto unknown to your kind. Hmm. I am calling now to let you know that your captivating presence has enraptured my heart from across the cosmos. Can we be intergalactic boyfriend and boyfriend? I yearn to marry you oh, and well, envision a future together blessed with progeny. I eagerly await your response as stars align in the name of eternal love. Woo! Farewell for now, my beloved media darling. Well, in response to that uh, beautiful message, I say, what does progeny mean? Get back to me. Thank you. Hope it doesn't take too long to uh, communicate these messages through uh, galaxies and universes. So the intro that you played the other day with the God Warrior chick, Marguerite. Yeah. She has her own TikTok. Oh, is everything ungodly over there? Oh, yeah. And uh, she was apparently at a pride 
parade event. Oh, God, she's crossed over to the dork side. Slackings? Lesbians? Yeah, I did know this about uh, Marguerite. I don't know if we ever discussed this on the podcast, but the God Warrior who appeared on that uh, old TV show, like I think it was Wife Swap or something. Basically, women would uh, move over, move to a different family for a week. And, uh, of course, at the time, the God Warrior, she got her name because she was like a hardcore Christian. She had to move into a family of, uh, like, pagans and witches and stuff. Oh, it was good television. Apparently, at some point, she embraced her gay fans. Yes, she has gay fans. Uh, and uh, now now she's cool with the gays. I don't know if she's still a, a Christian, a hardcore Christian or what. But, uh, yeah, Marguerite. Uh, Marguerite Perrin is her name. Hey, I just wanted to say happy birthday on August 1st. Yes, my birthday's coming up later this week. I haven't talked about it much. I don't want anyone making a big deal about it. My PayPal address is show at distortedview.com. Come on now, don't be shy. Especially with that wallet, open up. Think of all the entertainment I've given you over the years. It's worth something, right? Make my birthday a good one. On August 1st. And thank you for still being alive, even though you're like 90 years old. Okay, well, now that that was uncalled for. I'm not 90 years old. Diabetes. I I don't have diabetes. But sorry you're poor. Well, that is semi-true. You got one of of those things right. I'm not 90. I don't have diabetes, but I could use some extra cash. Still waiting on my towel. Uh, You look real cool, by the way. Oh, thank you. Not skeleton shit. But love you, Simi Duke. Yes. Happy uh, birthday. Patrons uh, who pledge at least $20 over there, patreon.com, uh, .com, what is it? Patreon.com slash distorted view are getting uh, some beach towels, and those are being sent out. They're the fucking bane of my existence. This has been uh, quite the endeavor to get these things out. But they are uh, coming, so thank you very much to all of my patrons for supporting the show. All right, that is all the time we have on this edition of the program. I want you guys to email me, show at distortedview.com. Distortedview.com is our official website. Voicemail line for you, 206-666-4463. That's 206-666. Oh, God, is it? Oh, God. Is a podcast delight Ridiculous body share from late tonight Laughing out loud Let each entity display We're loud right No topic gets betrayed Yeah, I literally typed in uh, Write a song about the podcast Distorted View Daily And it did At first I was kind of flattered Like I've got such a popular podcast Chat GPT knows all about me But then I started thinking about that uh, The news story we read How AI is going to turn uh, murderous So might not be such a great thing that uh, I'm on its radar. Of course, I've always been a huge proponent of AI, and I think it makes great decisions. It should really rule us all. We humans can't be trusted, you see. So I welcome our overlords. I think you all should, too. Wink. Uh, spread the distortion, STD. Tell all your friends about the podcast. Don't forget to give us a five-star rating, a thumbs up, or like wherever you can rate and review podcasts. Tomorrow's episode is going to be Sideshow exclusive. If you want to hear it, you got to sign up, superfreaksideshow.com. Otherwise, I'll see you back on Wednesday. Until then, have a great day. Bye, everybody.
I love hot dogs. 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 This has been another excellent podcast from the Scrod Media Group. Learn more at scrod.net.